Sure. Cream soda. Sure. Might as well. Crack open a Zevio? Yeah. That's well, yeah, I usually do these... coffee. But yeah. I usually do coffee. Um, the way I've been doing it is I've been having whoever is here early and then we drink coffee and then it kind of starts slow and then it gets going, the juices get flowing, whatever. Yeah. So, but you know, I'm down. It is what it is. So, yeah. But thanks for, thanks for doing it. I, thanks I, for I usually would upload it on Sunday, mm-hmm. but um, I was in Tampa and everything and I was going to record with Vincenzo and Mark and we just never got around to it. Yeah. So, as you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. But but you're fun. here now. It was fun. Pretty yeah, cool. it is a lot of fun. Tampa's a cool city. I like cities like Tampa. Charlotte is another city that I like. Um, every time I go down there, I feel like they're clean. Yeah. And it's not like one single area that's clean. I feel like there's a lot of areas that's clean. Like every city has a bad part, obviously. But those cities specifically, I feel like I never had to. Or the bad parts, I guess, mm-hmm. maybe are smaller. I don't know. Tampa's a big city. but I haven't seen Chenzo in a while. I see Mark every once in a while, and it's fun though, because it's just it's just like, just like boys, it's just like mess around. Yeah, time. like it's just like we see each other, and it's just like we just laugh right away. Were you on the team? Who were you on the team with? You're on the team with Chenzo and Mark both, right? For a year. Who who was the like the oldest? Were you on the team with Kasar for like a month? So, but Bo was gone by the time. Bo wasn't on the team. Bo was on the team whenever. You, by the time you got on the team, he was not on the team. Okay. So Kassar was kind of the Kassar last. Kassar was like, yeah. Kassar, that was a year he hurt his shoulder and he was. Oh, that's right. And then Neville wrestled the rest of the year. And then National Jack canceled. That's right. Oh, that year sucked, man. Yeah, it was just kind of like weird. Did you start in any matches? No, I redshirted. Because that was your freshman year. No, my first year. But you've started in matches since then. You're like the guy that steps up. Yeah, so... I think it was you no. Know, I didn't wrestle. I didn't start any matches the next COVID year because yeah. we wrestled like three matches. Yeah, that's right. But the one after that, I wrestled in a couple, and then this past year, I wrestled in like half of them. I think. So the COVID year was 2020, 2021, right? Yeah the fir- the first year you won. Yes, and how many duels did we even wrestle that year? It was very few duels. We wrestled, and they made us put freaking masks on six six feet apart. We wrestled Northwestern in Indiana, mm-hmm. in like a. We like I remember we went to Northwestern. I remember that, and we were we were all in the elevator, and we got out of the elevator, and there was more than four of us in the elevator, and we weren't standing in the corners. It was a yeah, big elevator. It was like. And then the lady that was standing at the bottom freaked out. Like, she just saw, like, a swarm of bees together. Yeah, some of that stuff was crazy. Why did everyone freak out so bad? I don't know. Imagine what she, she, what she would have said if she saw us wrestling. You texted me. But well, that's what I mean, is, um, like, we would go. So we would go to a duel. We'd all stand six feet apart. We wouldn't touch each other. We wouldn't get close to each other. We'd wear masks. Have to sit, like... Yeah, we'd sit... Ten feet apart from each other. Never mind the fact that we just all worked out together, yeah. literally wrestle each other, and then we're going to literally wrestle this other guy, and he's going to go wrestle his other his team. So it was all freaking performative and really annoying. Uh, and yeah, it was just for show. And everyone knew it was for show, too. That's what's crazy. Yeah, it was just like a weird time, man. And it was like we were supposed to have like eight matches or whatever all within like the big 10 and then it was like someone like kids got the contact trace from like yeah two duels ago and then it was like 
one team couldn't come and then two other it's just like we literally wrestled three like three duels and then went to the big tens and it was like really weird it shows you how um i think it shows you how like what's the word i want to i don't want to say weak-minded but that's what i'm going to use it shows you how weak-minded the average person is and that they're not willing to think critically at all yeah well like even when like that first year like after like like coming back to school for like after the summer of the first like the first summer of the pandemic it was like we had to wear like masks for like two weeks when we wrestled each other and then it was like school started literally everyone got covid yeah and then it was like well none of us are getting can get we're like out of the testing period because like you couldn't get it for like two months or whatever they said quote unquote yeah and then it was like so none of us that we didn't have to wrestle with it was just weird they just they just made up stuff like they just made up stuff because for it felt like they just kept making up rules and just like yeah it was weird but the um whenever they made us wear mat like they made so high schoolers wore masks while they wrestled in Mm -hmm. duels and stuff in tournaments and they made us do that for practice right for a little bit yeah for like so i never did that because i said i'm not doing that so I didn't show up for practice for two weeks. I said I'm not wearing well, masks. Well, I didn't have to do that because that was like the first two weeks of school. I literally came to school or like school started. I got COVID. So I like sat out for like two weeks. Yeah. So like I didn't even have to wrestle with like the mask or like stay and like or wrestle like the same guy for like two weeks yeah. or whatever because that's what they had to do and everything. I, I don't care enough about two weeks of practice to wear a mask and do s- stupid yeah. stuff. Because for show, like that's just goes against everything I stand for. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it was it was ridiculous. That was absolutely ridiculous. And that was your sophomore year. My yeah, my second year. So interesting. That's Red a shirt freshman. Yeah, I guess that's how it works. Who are the um? Who are the freshmen that year? That was a rough year. Robbie Bartlett. Howard, I think, was one right. Bartlett and Rob. Bartlett, There's Robbie. Only two. Oh, that was only two freshmen. Oh, that's not too bad. <laughs> well, I have two guys yeah. that that got scarred. Yeah, but it is what it is. Yeah. It worked out. It ended up working out. I wish – well, I mean, it worked out good for me anyway. I won oh, yeah. the National Championship that year. I, I remember wondering – because we didn't have that many matches that year, and I won National Championship. So I remember wondering. I was like, well, I wonder if I'm going to be able to, like, go through a full season and still win a National Championship. And the next year I did, so I answered well, that yeah, question. You were even more dominant, so. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I don't know. It's cool to watch. It sucks that, like, I couldn't even go to, like – a national tournament until Detroit because I didn't go cool, the first year got canceled and then the next year yeah they didn't allow anyone there so it was like I didn't get to go and like see the guys compete I guess or like feel like I was like there I don't know do you want to um, so you wrestled were you 84 your whole career mm-hmm. 84 your whole well you have another year left yeah I'll do one more you're back so for people who don't know you're 184, which you're behind Aaron Brooks, who's how many times has he won now? Three. He's a three-time national champion? Yeah. So he could be a four-timer, huh? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Four-timer because of the COVID year. Yeah, because he got an extra year. Cause yeah. They pulled his, he, we're the same class, so. Yeah. He red, or like he didn't redshirt our true freshman year. Yeah. Lost that nationals, but then he got like the extra year and everything. Who did he lose to at nationals? No, he lost... 
Like oh, they didn't wrestle, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. They didn't wrestle national. So he could be, yeah. Oh man, that's so cool. And then you have guys like Carter who could be five time national champion. Mm. That is insane. How many? He's won. He's lost one college match, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's lost one college that match. Sounds about right. It was his first college match. Oh, he's lost two. He lost at Big Tens. Uh, at Penn State. To to who? Iowa. To uh, Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, that's still so impressive, though. Yeah, it's pretty. He's a dog, man. Yeah, and so you're like, I don't think people. So people don't need to like see behind the curtain. Yeah. Because you're like, one of the main guys behind the curtain that makes all of the wheels turn. So you have Aaron Brooks and Carter Stracci, and guys like David Taylor, and Kyle Kyle Dake, and all these guys that are around that weight. And they're all out winning matches, but I don't think people understand that there has there's other people that are involved. Like in the military, there's for every one person that's in combat, there's like eleven logistical personnel, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So there's always support, and so that's one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on. Is that's that people don't understand how important that is, but um, and, and I don't think people really understand too. Whenever you win a team national title. Everybody gets that ring, man. Yeah. So that's really cool. So what's kind of been your experience like? Help. I think your 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 main guy is Aaron Brooks. Yeah. And that's like your main guy. You travel with him and like partner everything. Like you guys yeah. are tied at the tied at the hip. But what's been kind of your experience with being like that main guy, almost like the shadow, <laughs> the shadow government. Like a 6 that type of a... it's like well. Not even necessarily because it's not like you're because I, I, people want to say backup. Yeah. But I wouldn't even in my mind it's not even necessarily backup. It's more like like there's a guy wrestling, but that's just like part of the team and part of the win. Like there's other yeah. parts. Do you know what I mean? So it's like you're like a you're an essential cog in the machine. It's just a cog that's like people don't see you as often. So what's kind of your experience and all that? Well, like, I don't know. It's been fun. So like, I like, well, it's funny though. Cause like when I came, when I committed to Penn state, it was like, my high school coach was like, well, you got that Brooks kid there. And I was yeah. like, that's funny. I was like, yeah, it's like, whatever. We'll see what happens. And yeah. I think like my first day Aaron and I wrestled and then it just kind of like, you know, it was never like weird or like, yeah. You know, butt heads or anything. It was just like, you know, he kind of taught me how to have fun a little bit. Yeah. So it's just been like. He has that effect on people. Yeah. Just like ever since we first wrestled for the first time, it's just been a lot of fun every time. And then like I try to help him get get better. He, he helps me a lot. It was just like, you know, I'll give him weird looks. If we're getting ready for someone to wrestle. That's one thing you're good at is you are really good at um, changing how you wrestle to prepare him for certain guys yeah well i like to do i mean i like to do it for anyone like i yeah. wrestle you know i wrestle when i wrestle you i wrestle yeah. i try to wrestle funny yeah we wrestle we wrestle but, uh, even though there's a huge weight difference but uh yeah it's just it's been a lot of fun and you know it's helped me just get like jump levels too i mean i don't wrestle i don't compete every match or every tournament or yeah everything. but you're really good yeah, it's just like and, and and that's the other thing I want to talk about is like there's a couple times where Brooks has been out for whatever reason and it's never in for most teams 
like, okay, you're, our starter's out, like, panic mode. Whenever Brooks is out, like, there's no issue because we know we have you to step up. And that's, like, that's really nice. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I don't know. I remember the first time I had to step in was, I guess, my third year. We wrestled Lehigh. It was, like, yeah, who when Aaron was at, or Penn, I guess. Penn Lehigh, we wrestled in the same uh, weekend. Penn You was, were sick. Everyone was in rough shape, and I wasn't going to wrestle. But I, I had, I was coming off an injury. I was coming off the flu and COVID. Yeah. And I was in absolutely no shape to wrestle. But I was like, well, I was going over the lineup with Coach Cody. We were kind of looking at who we had out, who we had in. And I was like, shoot, <laughs> we're going to lose this duel. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to go. I'll, I just got to get a win. You know, I, I just got to get a win. And I ended up getting a win. But, man, that was really I remember, cool. so first night at... First duel, I guess my first start. I guess it was my first start. I wrestled yeah. the year before at 197 for a match. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that then. Hmm. But uh, I remember it was like kind of close. We were only winning probably by like two when I was coming up. This was again, you're talking about Northwestern? Penn. Penn, yeah, Penn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it was by close. Like two when I was coming up. And I remember like going out there and I was like, well, Coach K like was like looking at me like, like he was nervous. And I was like, yeah, man. And I was like, like, just relax. Because Greg Greg was not feeling good. Yeah, Greg was, like, sick in the in the locker room. And I was like, just relax. Like, oh, I got this. Yeah, just yeah. Just take it easy. Yeah. Kale gets stressed. I know. But, uh, yeah, no. And then after that, I mean. You had a pretty good relationship with Coach Kale? Yeah, it's, yeah, I'd say so. It's, uh, I'd say it's different. You know, I'm not, like, we can talk to each other about, like, Every, everything kind of so. yeah it's not a strictly yeah. coach athlete yeah conversations and then you know even at like you know like the open or like final x when i'm like there with aaron it's like it's cool because we can like talk about strategize kind of yeah talk about who he's wrestling and you know if this happens and you can do this or this and then i don't know it's cool yeah. like it's pretty cool just uh, a relationship i'd say yeah i would say coach kale has a good relationship with I think his best relationships are with guys that aren't necessarily the guys people see wrestle mm-hmm. sometimes. That's tough. Yeah. He's a very, um, it's really easy for him to connect with people, I would say. Yeah, I'd say. And like, people are like, I don't know, I'm not going to, I should say, I shouldn't say people, but like, some people are like scared to open up a little bit. He's like, to them, like, oh, he's well, a Especially coach. when like, they're freshmen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, oh, he's a like, coach. Like, yeah. He's this and that. And I'm, he's like, Dude, he's like an awesome dude. You just got to talk to him. Yeah, and even if you're doing stuff that a coach necessarily wouldn't approve of, I always say it's better that he knows about things mm-hmm. because he's in a position that he's in a position to help you and to make sure that you know you don't ruin your life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's like it's it's he's not a guy that's gonna go and kick you off the team immediately whenever you know something bad happens, like. He's a very understanding person and and maybe even too forgiving sometimes in my opinion. Yeah. But <laughs> but no, it's it's been great. And then I learned that. I mean, when I was a freshman, I was like, you know, I didn't really. I wouldn't say I opened up to him. Yeah. Or anything. But and then the next year was like COVID year, so it was like kind of weird. And yeah. Then, so like our relationship started slow, but it's definitely uh, it's definitely picked up the last two years. I'd say. I think being a guy that like people can rely on is really important because uh, your relationship with pretty much everybody on the team, whether a club or anything like that, 
is very, very good, I would say. Um, I can't really think of anyone that you'd have. Is there anybody you have a bad relationship with that you want to say right now? Not that I can think of. <laughs> I hit Connor Pierce in the face today, so. Yeah, okay. Ball, so. Well, some of those young guys get a little too feisty with the dodgeball. But, but yeah, I mean, being a guy that people can rely on is really important. And I think that's it. Um, being a guy that people can rely on where we say, okay, like, if we're in a tight spot, this is a guy that we know is going to be there. Or if I need something done, I, this is a guy that I know is going to get done. That goes a long way, and I think um, just for everything. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People are going to be more likely to bring you in on stuff if that's the case, and, and you've done a good job of that. But but I want to go back because we kind of talked about – you talked about going with Aaron and talking strategy and stuff. So Aaron and David wrestled. We had, like, quite a few inner uh, Penn State matchups yeah. at the international level. What's that kind of like in – Walk us through that because obviously, like guys, like obviously you two are college guys. David's an LWC guy, yeah. and like your teammates have to help you out. So I, I just wonder what that's kind of like, you know? Because it's not necessarily no one's ever necessarily being like, yo, like we got to take out boom David specifically. Like we're gonna yeah. take him out, but like you do got to help your guy be the best that he can be and stuff. So it's really it's interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting mean- dynamic. We don't, we don't have to go too far into it either. No, no, but. no. But, I mean, we, I mean, Aaron and I, I mean, from the first time we wrestled with each other, we lived together for two years. It's like, yeah. you've kind of known who he's, like, got to beat. Yeah. Right? You've known who he's, you know, he has to beat, you know, within the United States. Yeah. Outside the United States. Yeah. So, it's just kind of like, it just, yeah, I mean, we, we know, we watch him, you know, and yeah. it's just like... We know, I mean, we know what to expect, kind of. Like, we know. Yeah. But, like... Last thing about high-level wrestling is everyone knows what everyone else does. Yeah. There's no secrets. Especially, even with the foreigners, they do the same thing. Yeah. They do the same thing. So, and it's just, like, we know... are really good at it. We, like, you know, not step-by-step step what everyone's going to do, but, like, yeah. their tendencies, what they, like, what, what shot they yeah. like, what setups they like, you know, they're going to hand fight you hard, whatnot. Yeah. It's just, like, you know, everyone knows Aaron has underhooks, right? Everyone knows Aaron. Yeah, so yeah. it's just, like knowing what you got to do and then just talking about it and you know just having fun kind of the biggest not question, stressing about it that's what he's really good at just like not stressing himself out well i don't i don't think he makes wrestling like obviously he has passion for it yeah and he loves it but it's not the most important thing well that's what people don't understand like growing up like stressing themselves out about competing and whatnot like i used to do that all the time yeah and then once i got here and like hearing how other guys talk here and how coach kale talks about it I'm yeah like, this is just like who cares <laughs> like, dude no one cares like, it's such a cares. small sport and it's just like i've gotten so much better just like i compete so much better just when i like think about it like that yeah where like in high school like whether it was for football games or like wrestling matches i would just like stress myself out way more than i ever have since i've been in college and it it definitely takes a toll on you the way you compete takes on the long run takes toll on like your uh, mental capacity for doing other things yeah um if you're stressing so much about wrestling then usually uh if you're in business or in school i think that i think you have a limited mental capacity to stress out about things and if one of those things is wrestling and it's taking you it's taking everything out of you uh mentally then you're not going to be able to stress about other things like school, business, 
relationships, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And so if once you learn to kind of like let go about things that you can you can't control, yeah. right? Where okay, I it's just a wrestling match. Like there's no reason to stress about it. I'm just gonna wrestle the best I can wrestle. You don't stress about that. Then, you know, you crash your car and it's not gonna be as bad because yeah. well, <laughs> because you've saved up some mental capacity. That's the way I think about it. I mean it's huge in the moment, but like Mm-hmm. Like Coach Gale says, like ten years from now, who's gonna care? Uh, no one. Exactly. It's, no one cares. Wrestling, wrestling, so relatively small compared to like soccer or football. You yeah. Know? So that's just like something like stuff like stuff like that's like helped me. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, and, and like you're much freer to enjoy what you're doing too. Whenever you're not worrying about legacy all mm-hmm. the time, you know what I mean. No one cares about your legacy. Yeah. Really, no one cares. Like I used to think like. Oh, like trying to win a state title, like it's kind of like I'm gonna be the man forever. No, and like now I like look at it and I'm just like, all right, like who really gives who really gives a crap? You're you're the man for like a day usually. <laughs> yeah, and then and this is what I always tell like our guys going to the national tournament. They're like, hey, I say, hey, it doesn't matter what happens because someone's gonna win the national championship, and then literally the next hour they're going to be talking about what does that mean for next year yeah they're just going to be talking about what does that mean for next year who's in the line next, like it doesn't matter yeah. it doesn't matter and so whenever you just like forget about trying to win stuff for your legacy and then you just make it okay i want to win stuff for because i want to and because it, i enjoy it and it's fun oh man it makes things so much easier so yeah but and you've like i th- i think i tweeted this once i think you've kind of exemplified the whole philosophy do you know what I mean but it, that's it sucks because it's it's kind of hidden that people aren't really seeing it because you're not necessarily like because you're not the guy that's competing at like the nationals and stuff no one is like following Donovan Ball they can't see this amazing example so one reason why I have you on the podcast to talk about it a little bit but um, yeah man it's it's really cool stuff what do you think Maybe boil down a few of the things that you've kind of picked up mentally at Penn State, or maybe some uh, specifically things maybe that have changed between high school and now that you're at the end of your college wrestling career. Maybe some things re- specific to wrestling that have changed that are going to kind of, that you think maybe could help some other young guys coming out of high school. Well, I mean, like I said earlier, just like if there's no reason to stress about it, like whether you win or lose, just like yeah. You just gotta do everything you can, just like to the best of your ability. Yeah. And then, like you said, you can't really handle you can't handle the results or stress about the results. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta control what you can control. So, I'd say that, and then having fun. Obviously, we all talk about having fun. That's kind of cliche, though. So, what does that mean? Like you wrestle Aaron Brooks, who's the fun king. So it's just like trying to. I mean, at practice, just like making stuff up like trying to yeah. make stuff up kind of and then you know scrambling rolling around maybe or you know making jokes just there's no <laughs> reason to come into practice every day and just like you know grind. I mean we all grind every single day but yeah. like, like grind your mind I don't know if that makes sense yeah yeah that like, makes sense I I don't uh, I don't listen to music before anything like for matches and stuff I just make jokes with our coaches yeah I don't really I don't really listen to music. I wouldn't say I really listen to music either. I don't like to get hyped up. No. And then, like, if I do listen to music, then it's, like, it's, like, nothing, like, 
you know, that's going to get me like, oh, uh, I'm ready yeah. to go. Kind not of like, like rap music? Yeah, not like that or like anything like hard, I'd say. We had a joke that say that says you can't you can't play the music in practice. That's your joke. It's not even really a joke. It's actually a thing. But how did that start? I, I think I would always just put on... I would always put on like some a song or something, and then I don't remember how first, it started. Either my first or second year, and then you would say something to me, and then it oh, would just I remember what it was. Varner, <laughs> Varner. I would always Varner be like, would, "Oh, look, Don's course, over by the iPad." Of course, again. Varner, Varner has to take it another step. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's kind of how it started. And you said that you took a vote on it when I wasn't there. We did. We took a vote at nationals that said Donovan wasn't allowed to play music. I and- don't. Your boy Aaron voted in favor of not letting you play music. So see, I don't know because I wasn't there, so I don't know if that's. that's I feel true. like I should be able to take part in the vote. Maybe, or at least see the vote go down. Maybe, but <laughs> yeah. So I was having fun, and then I don't know. Shoot, it's like people always want to know what the secret sauce to Penn State wrestling is, and I always say there is no secret sauce. Yeah. I think, like, like, the people involved are good people and are just genuine. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's genuine. No one's, like, no one's trying to pull one on you. No one's trying to get something out of you. There's never a feeling like, like, this person's trying to take advantage of me in some way or this person's trying to get something from me. There's never that feeling. It's always a very – you can be vulnerable in our wrestling room, I would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can – yeah, just open up. I mean, you can open up. Like yeah. There's no reason to like be intimidated by anyone yeah. or anything in the wrestling room. Um, being someone, you know, obviously Aaron in the lineup. Did you ever think about going to a different program? Honestly, so I never really like it. Never really crossed my mind until so I graduated this past spring. Yeah, so I was like, you know, transfer graduate. You have, you have another year. Huge thing. Yeah, like I actually have two more. Mm. But like, you have two more years. Two more, dude. This COVID thing's freaking crazy. Everybody has so many years. But, uh, I was just like, I like it. Cro- maybe crossed my mind a little bit, but I was like, I sat back and thought about it, and I was just like, like nothing against other programs, but like I see how like things are done, and like yeah, I see like you know, I see, I just see everything that goes, or not everything, but like see some things that go on. And I'm just like, I don't really want to like do this anywhere else. Whether I, whether I start and win a national championship or, you know, where I get hurt the first day of practice, it's yeah. just like, there's like, I wouldn't regret it coming back to Penn State. Yeah. So it's just like, there was like, I thought about that and I was like, I might as well just do it <laughs> rather yeah. than maybe regretting it later down the road. Because what, what, I mean, what would you transfer for? You transferred for like a moment of fame maybe? Yeah. And Do you I, I mean? Yeah. Versus, versus staying in a place where the environment is so good and healthy for all other aspects of life. Yeah. I mean, I was the same way. I always thought like during COVID specifically, I always thought, well, like what if people would ask me, what if Penn state doesn't let you compete? You're not vaccinated and stuff. I'd be like, well, I I just would quit. Like I'm I'm just going to go do something else. Like I'm not going to, I enjoy what I do. I enjoy wrestling. And most of that is because of where I do it. I'm not going to do it elsewhere. Yeah, that's exactly you know what, I mean? what I was thinking. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, I grew up, <clears throat> it sounds cliche, but like I grew up like a, in like a Penn State family, I mm-hmm. guess. So it's just like, yeah, you know, I've always loved 
coming here for I used to come to football games and stuff. Yeah, and it's just like you played baseball too, right? Yeah, in high school, yeah. yeah. Well, up through my whole life, up through <laughs> high school. But did you think about playing in college? A little bit, yeah. But wrestling was your sport, huh? No. 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 I I like just kind of did. I grew up wrestling my whole life, but like I just kind of did it to like bridge the gap between football season and uh, baseball season. Really? Mm-hmm. That surprises me. So I thought I wrestling was, was your main thing. No, I was never my main thing until I committed the fall. I think I committed to Penn State for wrestling going the fall of my senior year, but like going into my senior year of high school that summer, I kind of knew I would end up wrestling in, yeah. in college. So I was just like, then I like wrestled my first summer tournament. <laughs> so wrestling was not even your main I sport. Never, the only time I did it was from the Monday after football season ended to like whenever the States were over. And now you're what a two time national champion. Uh, how many? How many do we win? Two. No, two? three. No, no, because the one two. year got canceled. All right, two-time national team. No, three. Yeah. Three, well, three with this year, with this upcoming year, we'll win three for me. Okay. Because we we got second the year. That's right. The COVID year we got second. That still bothers me. The fact that we had four for four in the national championships and we didn't really get it done on the backside, so we got second. That's rough. I mean. It's rough for Iowa too because they lost, like, they didn't. They had one champ that year. Yeah. Spencer Lee. Yeah, I think so. And then they mm-hmm. lost everything else, so they had a really bad finals round. You they still won. And uh, Carter beat. Uh, Carter beat Iowa uh, guy. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, it was like, I don't know. We we had a bunch of guys over at our house watching. You know, obviously like going crazy for you guys and yeah. stuff. But like when it was over, it was like. Well, we got seconds. So I don't like, think Kale dr- drove back in the car with us. I think he walked back to the hotel. He was so mad. Yeah. But it, that's, but that's also something is I feel like a lot of coaches are like, yeah, we had some good all. Mar- I mean, and I'm not hating on other coaches, obviously. No, I know what you mean. Because like we have a lot more resources, and obviously we have a dynasty built right now. But we have a standard. I feel like some coaches are like. The stats look good for us this year. You know, yeah. like Kale could easily been like, oh, we got four champs, second in the nation. Great year, my job's safe. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's freaking, he's not, he's not happy. Like he's walking away from that tournament, like pretty mad and, and thinking about what, how we gotta, what do we gotta change next year? You know, it's that's what I like. You know, that's like a what I love being around. Like obviously, it's like a lot of fun the whole year. But yeah. Like you know, have fun, compete. But it's like ultimately, as the team, like didn't accomplish their goal, our goal, right? We didn't accomplish our goal, so it's like just like. This, he has a standard. We all have a standard. It's like the standard yeah. is to be the national champs at the end of each year. So it's just like that and just like him wanting to be able to, you know, he sits back and reflects like, what can we do differently uh-huh. to make sure we don't get second again ever? Yeah, I I really don't like and, – and me I came in on teams – the teams I like was whenever I was a freshman and sophomore. The teams I was on – oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. Unbelievable teams. I mean, obviously the teams that I was on later in my career, also unbelievable. But even, I don't know, man. They're very, the teams I came on when I was a freshman, sophomore, were unreal. I mean, unbelievable teams. And, um, and so I just learned to like expect winning a national championship. Like it was just like a thing. And so we got second that year and I was, 
Like, it was really yeah, it was, upsetting. Yeah. It's the only. So you see all my trophies over here. It's the only one on the so far. This left one. No, no, it's the only one that's not in here. Oh, is that? Oh, it is there. Yeah, you had the silver. Okay, I guess in the I back. took it back. The silver's in the back. I, I didn't even think I had I had it in my house. I thought uh, I gave it to my grandma. <laughs> and I'm not even like that. I'm not even a guy that's like, oh, I throw my trophies yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, you should be proud of your accomplishments. But that was a tough one. Yeah, it's weird. That was a tough one because, um, I don't know. It was there. I feel like we had some guys that maybe could have, you know, changed some things. Yeah. And, and, and so it was one of the only years where I felt like, okay, maybe we, there was a lack of effort on, in some areas. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was something that we, it we was, had, it wasn't a year where silver was like a good, like we should have won in my opinion. We had two, I mean, Robbie was a true freshman, mm-hmm. wrestled literally three matches before big tens. That That's rough. I mean, you're, and then same, I mean, same with Barlett. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and like, like I said, I won't get into it, but I just feel like we, um, and some of it was my fault too. Like I think that I there's other things that I could have done differently that year that maybe, um, maybe would have changed some things. But yeah, I mean, I mean, as a te- as a t- team where we see ourselves as a team that is we see ourselves as a team that's supposed to win nationals every year. Yeah. And so whenever we get second, it just doesn't vibe yeah, well. You know what yeah, I mean? Even though it's like weird. oh, we're still top two in the country, but. And that's what it was like. Like this past year after we won. Yeah. I like. You know, watch. You know, we watched with all the guys again. I didn't go because it was all the way out in yeah. Oklahoma. Oh, dude, that sucked. That but, was all the way out. It was like we won, and it was like, like woohoo! And then it was like, well, we gotta do it again. <laughs> we gotta do it again next year. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. It's like it always is. Yeah. It, like, there's no. What does Coach Kale say? Don't breathe in. Like, there's no, there's no reason to even. It's fun. It's fun for a little bit, but man, it's you just start thinking about next year. Like we yeah. got to do it again. We got to do it again, and that's such a good metaphor for life. It's like the accomplishments don't matter. And what I think is good for us too is like we have a lot of guys on the that are competing on the you know junior and senior circuit. So yeah. It's just like national is over. It's like what the opens in a month, mm-hmm. three weeks. So just like yeah. All right, on to the next thing. Yeah. So I think it's pretty cool. I'm gonna take a quick break and then we'll be back. Hey, it's Nick Lee. Thanks for listening to the Live Wakia podcast. If you want to support, you should go over to wakia.store. That's W-A-K-I-N-Y-A-N.store. We have high-quality fitness apparel. To help you reach your goals, I had a friend named Joe. Not my brother, Joe. It was a different Joe, but he was an absolute loser. I mean, uh, didn't make any money. Uh, No girls liked him or boys. And then... I told him, I said, hey, you got to start working out in Wakia Fitness Apparel. And I'm an incredible friend. So I gave him I gave him a shirt and shorts and a hoodie. I didn't want to give him a cap because I don't want him to go sell it uh, to get money to do other things. But anyway, he started working out in Wakia Apparel and his life turned on a dime. Went from no money to he makes at least twice as much as I do now. And the girls, I mean – He's surrounded by three women at any point. It's incredible. So, yeah, I mean, I, I there's really no other way to say it. You should go get some Wakia Fitness Apparel, W-A-K-I-N-Y-A-N.store. If you use code POD, P-O-D, at checkout, that's 10% off. Is it actually 10% off? 
I'm pretty sure it is. That's a ridiculous discount, honestly. That's that's honestly insane. I might have to review that, but I mean, ten percent maybe doesn't sound like that much, but that means if I'm selling something for one dollar, it only costs you ninety cents. That's ridiculous. Go to wakia.store, W-A-K-I-N-Y-A-N.store. Use code PODPOD at checkout for 10% off. And be like Joey. See ya. To, why don't you tell us about how you feel about the Wakia fitness apparel? Well, what, what shirt do I have? I have the, the gray one. The you have the dry one. breeze. You have the dry breeze. I, did I give you the blue one yet? No. Okay, I have it for you. All right. Wait, did I not give it to you? No, I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, you said it's pickup, not delivery. Okay, I have it. I have it downstairs for you. I'll get it to you. Yeah, it's good stuff. No, but yeah, I love it. <clears throat> I wear it. I mean, usually, usually I wear it every day when I wrestle, when I run and stuff. But it's just a good shirt. Like my vision for the shirt and the shorts was, I want to get apparel. Whenever you're a wrestler, you have like that shirt and shorts that you are gonna wear every single practice. Yeah, and you're gonna beat it into the ground. Yeah, and that is kind of what I wanted for that apparel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want it to be something where like, well, is it nice? Like I can, it's not something nice. It's not, it's not something that you're going to wear out necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I can, I've done it before, but I want it to be that shirt that you're going and getting Grind. your grind. Yeah. In it. yeah. It should be drenched at the end of the day. Yeah. Should be about three times as heavy because of all the water. So that's kind of what I want, but yeah, I wear it every day too. It's, obviously it's my company, but yeah. um, I, I mean, it's really good stuff. I, I get a lot of free stuff, but um, it's just a little bit, it's a little bit better than the crap that your school will issue you. So, I agree. and some stuff that you get some, some uh, apparel and stuff. I feel like it's almost like, I don't want to wear it in practice. Like something that's like a zipper. Uh-huh. Well, first off, you should never wear a zipper whenever you're practicing with someone. That's cheating. It hurts. You yelled at me last time for that? Yeah, I did. I yelled at you. Uh, my brother does it. A lot of people do it, and it makes me upset. That zipper can cut you. So, yeah, we should. But anyway, um, <clears throat> we'll, we'll go back to kind of talking about Penn State, and then we'll wrap up the wrestling talk. But what I mentioned, we're a team that, like, we don't see ourselves as, as a top two team. We see ourselves as a top team. Mm-hmm. That's the expectation. And so there's no, there's really no room for error. And that seems like it'd be stressful, but I don't necessarily think it is. I think it's fun because you're expected to be, you're expected to win. We've never been the underdogs necessarily, mm-hmm. but what's your, I mean, as a Penn State wrestler and you have, well, you have two more years left. You probably only use one though. Um, yeah, I'm, I think I'm only going to use one. Well, we'll see. But, yeah. That's what um, I said. That's what I said last year. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll always we'll see. But I mean, at as a Penn State wrestler, identity wise, what are you taking away from like what? Are you, like, what do you mean? Like being whenever you see yourself, you see yourself as a Penn State wrestler. Yeah, I would assume that that's you know a good part of your identity. Yeah. So what does that mean? I don't know. Uh, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, like, don't mess with this guy. Like, they're legit, kind of. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I get not, that just because my cough flyers sometimes. Yeah, I don't really have it as really at all. Yeah. Maybe a little, but not as gnarly as you or your brothers. We, we try, we've tried to give it to you. That is true. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, 
you wore, you wore your headgear too much growing up. And I really never wore it. I don't know then. But uh, you just weren't blessed. Yeah, a lot of people were like, I don't know. A lot of people see us as as tough guys. Maybe I'd say, mm-hmm. but like, I'd rather be. I like being known as like Penn State wrestler and like the people I'm surrounded by. Yeah. So like, oh like. You're a Penn State wrestler. You must be a good dude. Like you know what I mean. I think that's what I take away from it the most. You know, and that yeah, and it's so awesome. Like being surrounded by not by everyone. You know, everyone's a pretty, I'd say, a pretty solid person between yeah. the NWC and the team. Yeah, and I think that's what that's what I take away from it the most. I, you know, I don't. I'd rather be seen as that than like oh like don't mess like. Being a guy well, that, like, nobody wants to Yeah, talk to. I mean, everybody, the stereotype about wrestlers is, like, oh, don't mess with the wrestler, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But it's, um, that's any wrestler. Do you know what I mean? So how can you take yourself above that? And I think you're right. With Penn State Wrestling, we have tremendous people involved. I mean, forget the fact that whenever people ask me about Penn State Wrestling, and I'm sure it's the same for you, and, like, what's it like being around all those people all day? My mind doesn't go to the fact that we have a ton of Olympic medals yeah. and world championship medals and all the, and national championships. My mind doesn't go to that. It just goes to like the quality of person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's nah, that's the way I feel about yeah, it. Yeah. Like, it's like, what's it like being around like that yeah. room? Like, just like, it's fun. Yeah. Like, oh, you guys are probably grinding. Like, yeah, it's like, it's fun though. We don't grind as much as everybody else does. Yeah, Let's like, not give away our secrets. Yeah. But. yeah. See, <laughs> But, uh, Secret sauce almost came out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just I'd say people I'm around, you know, how they're able to like, you know, they care. They don't care just about like wrestling. Yeah. But like they care about your life more. Yeah. You know, so I think that's my my favorite part about it. Um. All right. Well, I want to ask you about the pop culture now because the Barbie movie just came out. Now, I've heard. That it was a Trojan horse and that it's just full of feminist crap. But I don't know. I haven't seen it. I think I've seen that on a, on Twitter too. But You've seen a couple of people say it? Yeah, I've seen, like, I've seen that. But I haven't seen it, so I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't necessarily – I haven't seen it, so I can't necessarily opine full on it. I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with feminism in a Barbie movie. I mean, that, yeah, Barbie that literally is the, the Barbie. That's like yeah. the thing. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen I can't. But you said you'd rather see Oppenheimer. Yeah. What's Oppenheimer about again? The Manhattan Project. The Manhattan Project. I don't know. I never really, like, knew much. I mean, I didn't really, like, ever look into it. You know what that is, though. Well, it's when they were making the... uh, The atomic bomb. Yeah, the the bombs. Yeah. And then I, I, like, last week, I, like, I had friends talking about it, and I, like, kind of looked into it, and I was like, all right, that seems pretty cool. I definitely want to see see Oppenheimer. It's all right now. I might go see it tonight. And that, and then... Sound of Freedom would be cool to see. Sound of Freedom has been making the rounds. I'm scared to see it because I get really sensitive about that kind of thing. Because I know what happens. Oh, yeah. And (laughs) there are certain movies like that where, like, okay, I know that there's lots of, like, there's child trafficking, obviously. I know it's happening. And I feel like part of that movie is to bring awareness to it. Yeah. I'm already aware of it, so I don't want to see it. Yeah, I know. It's like, yo, like, I know it's happening. And I'm one of the people out. Like I want to stop it. Obviously, it's just gonna, it's just gonna piss you off. It's just gonna make yeah. me upset yeah. and and stuff like that. So, um, but I want to see that. But yeah, dude, Oppenheimer's cool. I know a little bit about the Manhattan Project. Um, I'm like fascinated with the morality of dropping two atomic bombs yeah, on was, Japan. Yeah, that's insane. What do you think? 
I just, not to put you on spot. Well, like, I don't know. I need. I don't know my. Uh, that You're not a big history well. guy, yeah, right? I don't know my history too well, but it's. You're seems, talking to uh, a big history guy. Yeah, you and uh, Gilman are the biggest history guys I know. Dude, yeah, I can't wait to have Gilman on the pod, bro. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Just like the process. I don't know. I was reading a little bit on it when I last week, and just like the process, like it, everything went through, mm-hmm. and it was like they tested it, and then like thirty days later, like they dropped two of them, or like something like that. It's so fact checking. They didn't even know what it would do. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying that we. One thing we don't do on the show is fact check. All right, good. We will maybe after the fact, but isn't that insane? Like you don't necessarily even know what this is going to do to a city full of people. And you just drop it. Two of them. I wonder, two of them. Yeah, we did the one thing. We saw what it did, and we were like, oh, let's do the bigger one now. Again. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I understand the argument, like, well, we would have lost a lot of people and um, stuff like that, but I feel like there's better ways to do it, man. Times were different back then. What does that mean? I don't know. Just like, like they were just like, yeah, like it needs to be done. Like, we got to end this. They're ready to end it. They yeah. wanted the moral yeah, victory. Like, I feel like... If, or like now it's like, oh, we are like we don't want anything like that. So it's like, because we've seen what it could do. I, maybe that's what it was. They just like weren't exactly sure like the levels it would be. Yeah. But it was like, we want to win this. But now it's like nobody wants like a war or anything like that. So it's just like... I used to think... Threats. I used to think... I, I used to be like, well, they wouldn't surrender. And we were going to lose... You know, probably thousands of soldiers, maybe hundreds of thousands of people, you know, invading to try to end this war. And so, yeah, of course, we're going to drop the atomic. So I used to take kind of the moral stance with the United States. But since then, I've been kind of on the other end of it where it's like, I don't think we should have done it. I think there's maybe. Yeah. I mean, if they just want to isolate themselves from the rest of the world, just let them. You know what I mean? And it could have been a North Korea situation. It could have been a North Korea situation in Japan. Yeah. But I don't know. You know, maybe you just – we already beat their Navy and pretty, and stuff. So I don't know. Maybe that was the plan. But I just – it's really hard for me to think at any point is the right situation to drop an atomic bomb on tons of innocent people. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it seems pretty crazy to think about now. And we're the only people that have done it. Yeah. Here's a question. If, um, if it was reversed – Let's say I might it, not even be alive. It, if it was reversed and they had dropped the atomic bomb, what would we say about it? Probably be pretty upset. We would say we. I think we'd be pretty upset. We got to do it back. That's what we. We need that payback. They might. Yeah. They might. Or or we would say, well, we don't want to do it back because it's such a bad thing. Yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting yeah. to me. The morality of it is interesting to me because it's really easy as us being the winners to say, okay. Like, yeah, we had we had to do it. We had to do it. But like how many people have used that as an excuse? Yeah, you know, <laughs> there's no there was no other way. I mean, I doubt it there was no other way. But dude, they wanted to keep using them. So in um the Korean War, I think it was the Korean War. Maybe it was the war in Vietnam, but I think it was the Korean War because MacArthur was involved, because MacArthur wanted to drop a ton of bombs um on the northern part of the peninsula in order to stop reinforcements coming into Korea or Vietnam. I'm not sure which it was. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was Korea. And uh, he wanted to keep using them, which is insane. I mean, those yeah. people were freaking war hawks back yeah. in the day, man. They didn't you, care. 
because I feel like that whole generation was after you know fighting the Germans and Japanese were like and Italians. There's I mean the whole world was at war. Yeah. It was a world war. People always think Germans, Italians. Um, well, I think Germans, uh, Germans, and Japanese. Then you had the Italians, but then you also had the Romanians, the Hungarians, the Bulgarians, uh, the Soviets. They yeah, were as big of a enemy as uh, Germany and Japan. They're probably bigger an enemy than Japan, but they had, uh, but they were fighting on our side, kind of. Mm-hmm. So they were just war hawks. They were just like, we gotta, we gotta but, keep going. Yeah, they didn't care. You know what I mean? They just wanted it. They just wanted the win. I wonder if the moral decision would have been to keep to fighting the Soviets because that's what some people wanted to do. Uh-huh. But I, because the Soviets after World War II ended up causing so much death. So, we, I mean, if if your moral stance is we have to fight the Germans for this reason, I feel like that stands up to the Soviets too. But I don't know, man. That's like very hard morality. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, yeah, it's crazy. Just to, like, think about war in itself, like, in your, maybe not in your country, but, like, you know, I got friends in the military, like, actually going Dude, off and, like, yeah, going so you, into battle. It's you, pretty, like, dang. You have friends in the military. My dad was in the military. I have friends in the military. Do you ever think about, like, what if this was my squad in the military? Yeah. Well, I think about it, like, if, like, something were to happen to the world and, like, I'd say, like, like the Penn State Wrestling Group, they get, we got some pretty good people to, like, you know, we could make our own little uh, military. Yeah, we could we make our going own. in charge. Yeah. You know, I think we would do all right. I mean, yes. We got Baylor as the farmer. You know, you can. We, can, we got plenty uh, of farmers. Yeah. We got tons of farmers. Yeah. I we wouldn't. We, we wouldn't right. struggle for food. I would have to be kind of the moral intellectual leader. You'd be. You'd be. You'd definitely be some of the muscle for sure. You mean Jolie? Jolie would be some of the muscle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting. Okay, well, we want to see Oppenheimer. I'll probably end up seeing Barbie. I don't know. I'm not huge. Maybe. I, I don't really go to movie theaters, so, like, maybe I'll end up watching it if it's, like, I usually rent like it. a streaming. I usually rent it on a streaming platform. Yeah. But. Other than that, I probably won't. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll go see Oppenheimer. Or Sound of, I want to go see Sound of Freedom. Yeah, man. I'm scared to see it. Isn't that insane that that stuff takes place? It's terrible. And, and everyone just ignores it. Well, it's just like you can't like it's it's that's the what's so hard about it. It's like there's probably so much of that going around. It's like you find fifty kids, whatever, and yeah. there's probably like five or a hundred thousand more out there. Maybe not that many, but it's so sad. Yeah, it's terrible. It's so sad. Did you see that video? There's this guy and he was hiding in the jungle, and there's a video. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a trade going on or whatever. And these kids, the kids are, are just like tied up. And the guy can't do anything, but it's like that is it's terrifying. That's this that's scarier than any horror movie because it's actually happening. Yeah. It's real life. It's not yeah. just like yeah. Do you like I wonder well you're kind of you're you don't really necessarily dive deep into politics and stuff like I do. No, I mean I have my, my thoughts and ideas on it, but yeah. I don't, you know, I don't take it to. I mean, I don't. I don't talk about it a lot. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah, you're kind of. Um, I would say you're a reasonable guy in that you don't even want to talk about it, which is the better decision <laughs> to not to not talk about politics, but politics stuff. I think. 
Because then everyone's coming. Well, you and all your your brothers too. It's just like something yeah. something gets them fired up. You guys fired up, and then you guys yeah. would just go forever. And I'm like, I'm yeah. all there for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, all there for it. Everyone likes to listen. Yeah. So <laughs> I I enjoy talking about like the politics and history and stuff. I think it's important for people to ponder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because those are the things that have like wrestling does not have real life consequences. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, kind of. I mean, if you're someone who grows up with not very much wealth or something, you know, maybe that is wrestling is a way out of that. But ultimately, wrestling and sports is not it doesn't have effects on people's lives. Yeah. You know what I mean, it, it can. I'm not I'm not discounting it. But like politics and current events um that have to do with politics and um uh, legislation and, and the law and what's going on in the world with you know geopolitical issues that can have real effects yeah. on people's lives. Do you know what I mean? For example, you know, paint. Why is gas a dollar something whenever one guy's president and then it's four over four dollars when yeah. another guy's president? Like, that's four times the price. And I'm I gotta fill up my tank, man. I got my car, my first car, right at the end. Right before the 2020 election. Yeah. And to fill it up was like 30, I don't know how many gallons it is, but it was like full tank was like 35 bucks and now yeah. it's like almost 60. Yeah. And like I was in high school, like when in 2016 when Trump got elected and everything. So like I wasn't like as like big into it, maybe I'd say as I am now, the whole political world. Uh-huh. But like, that stuff's real. Like it's real. Like it's like I, I feel like whenever people this stuff ma- like it matters yeah. with like stuff like that. Whenever not, it starts not, to hit your pocketbook, it's just like it's everything. Yeah. Whenever whenever you start to notice how expensive things get, then you're like, what the heck's going on? Yeah, Who exactly. the freak is the president? Exactly. What's going on? Or whenever crime starts to rise too. Like one thing I've noticed in state college is there have been more kind of homeless people I around. So too. And um, I don't really know what's going on, but there's I don't know what's going on but like that's something that you notice yeah and if crime tends to rise that's another thing people notice what's going on you know what I mean well, economy and crime those are two big things we were in Newark and that yeah. was bad Newark was one, I think the worst city I've ever been in it was like I didn't know realize it was like an actual city I just thought it was like I don't know I, I it's it like was, it was bigger than I thought and I was like oh like maybe it'll be cool and then Bartlett and I walked. We got there like late the first night. Yeah. So we like walked to, uh, I think we went to like a McDonald's or something. And we walked there and it was like, you got to like look over your shoulder and Dude, stuff. It was really sketchy. It, during the day. It smelled terrible. It smelled terrible. The buildings were falling apart. Yeah. There was just droves of people on the street doing nothing. Just hanging out. Sitting there. It was a... It was. It felt like pure chaos. It was. A, it was. I'm sorry. It was garbage. It oh. was one of the worst. And we were near the Prudential Center. We were near the quote unquote so, nice part. So long to go everywhere. And with the uh, the Portugal fest, the Portuguese festival. Yeah, that was actually cool. That was, that was cool. cool. Yeah. But that was like made everything a mess. So like trying to get to the sauna. Yeah. And then like back to the yeah. hotel. Like, and there were there were also cops every five feet for that. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. It's nice you can do that things, but I mean, 
there, like I said, middle of the day, middle of the week, there's just droves of people on the street. It was insane. It was nothing I've ever seen before. Yeah. And then, I don't know. The first time I've ever been to a city where it was like, I was like, noticed like it was, a lot of stuff was like, yeah. buildings and stuff were like closed down. Like they got like big, like big business buildings. Maybe it looks like, and it's like for, for lease. And uh, that was in a big tens. The first time I went in a, where was it? the first time I went, but in uh, Nebraska. Oh, like, I think. It, it was just like. That's a, Now that's a different kind of town. Yeah, that's, that is different. But yeah, these big cities that I'm we go to. It, you're seeing it more and more, like even my hometown and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, Detroit. I mean. Yeah, that was interesting. That was interesting. And then even worse, I think Detroit well, was St. Louis. I, never I remember going to St. Louis before I was in college. Right? That was during the COVID year. Um. I mean, there were fans, there were fans, but the city in general, I remember going my, it was before I was in college, I went and it was awesome. Like there were tons of fans and there's fan fest and like people were going around and then we get there for the nationals while I was in college, my junior year, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And it was a different kind of place, man. Yeah. It was, you felt like you, I don't understand. Well, I I understand why what happens with these cities, but it's ridiculous. It's ridic- like you shouldn't. The cities I travel obviously I travel a lot for wrestling, and you'll go to cities in Europe and stuff, and they're nice. It's yep. nice cities. I want to ask you about that then. There's art. You want to ask me? Yeah. How was it? I've never been to you like Europe or anything. Best, uh Matt Matt said he liked it. It's really gorgeous. Um, one they're old cities, so I can't necessarily say. That I can't be mad at the United States for having cities that are just a bunch of plain concrete buildings. Yeah. Even though I don't like it, because obviously some of these cities have been around for thousands. Th- years. Yeah. So these old cities that have incredible art, it, it's gorgeous, and I think that might be a factor in that they want to protect those cities because yeah. of the art that's there. But um, there's not a lot of um, you know homeless people around. It doesn't seem like obviously there's a bad part of every city, but you're not afraid that there's going to be crime. There's a lot of you know open areas where lots of people are walking. There's nice yeah. stores, blah blah blah, and I mean, there's parts like that in U.S. cities. But then, but these are you know big European cities. I don't. So it's possible to have cities that are nice and beautiful, mm-hmm. and where you don't have to worry about things. So I don't know. I'm sure there's some things we could talk about where they do things differently. But yeah, going into Newark was like going into the upside down. Yeah. It was insane. Upside down. It was. <laughs> I don't understand how that place can even hold yeah. itself up. Like because all those people on, you have this entire city. You have to upkeep the cops. You have to upkeep the roads. You have to upkeep the buildings were not upkept. No, the buildings were falling apart. Um, but there's a lot of stuff you have to do. And yet I'm seeing droves of people on the street not working. And so the question is, well, they're definitely not paying taxes if they're not working. And so where does the money come from? It's not sustainable. I don't, I don't know what's going on. It's not sustainable. It was gross though. It's interesting. It was gross. I wouldn't want to live there. If I was someone, if I was someone that contributed to that city, if I was one of the people that had a job that paid a bunch of taxes and then I walked around that city. I would be like, I'm leaving here as soon as possible. This place sucks. Yeah. I pay my taxes for this. Like, no, I'm, yeah. I'm moving. And so it makes sense why a lot of people are moving from a lot of these uh-huh. 
cities and stuff. But I mean, but it's it's possible to to have cities that are nice. For sure, I love. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just thinking about it. I love with like you and all your brothers. It's mm-hmm. like we get talking about something. It's just like down giant foxhole. It's just like you guys will just like keep going and going. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's all connected, man. Well, it's like it's funny to see like that side of you guys, and then it's like. Like, other, like, you guys are so different, though. Other than that, we're pretty chill. Well, yeah. Well, it's, like, funny, though, because it's, like, like, you do your, like, business thing and, yeah. and, like, podcast, whatever. I do a lot of things. Yeah. And then, like, Joe, I mean, Joe's still in school, but Joe's, like, do this DJ thing. Like, he's, like, <laughs> DJ and stuff. And it's so funny. I got him. You know, I got him a DJ then, set. Yeah, I know. I got him for his graduation know, gift. He wanted, what's that, what's the set called? I don't know what it's called, but it has like spin the two board? discs, the spin board, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I got him one of those for his graduation. Yeah, he, he just loves it. He didn't stop using it for like yeah. weeks. That's awesome. I don't know if he's still, I mean, he probably does it sometimes. He's been pretty busy. He's working now. But, uh, and Matt's just like pretty chill. He's just like minds his own. Dude, I don't even know what Matt does. <laughs> My youngest brother, I just have no idea. He lives in a world of his own. He's a pretty smart kid, though. Yeah, you probably know my brothers better than I do at this point. I'm excited for Joe to get back though. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for him to get back too. He uh um well he's been doing really good stuff with hospitality management and everything, but yeah, I'll be excited for him to get back. Get him in the room, get him with the boys and all that stuff. So it's fun. State college, I'm not gonna lie, as someone who gra- I've gra- I graduated now, so I've been out of college. This is your second year being out of college? Yeah. And living oh, in state college, college town absolutely sucks i hate oh, it. oh i could never i can't stand it it sucks never. if it wasn't for the fact that this is the best place in the world for me to do what i'm doing uh well wrestling probably not even for business or anything like that yeah it sucks it's terrible i would not recommend it but the fact that you know there's good people college and school with, and it's it, if you're in college it's great yeah if you're married with kids and you work here it's also a safe it's expensive but it's nice yeah if you're in between, would not recommend. Yeah, it sucks. I, I want to move. I want to move to one of the cities in the south, kind of. I think that would be cool to eventually do. Yeah, I just have to figure out what I would do to make money there. You know what I mean? That's like, obviously, I have my company and stuff like that, but that's kind of a work in progress. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think it's ready to really take on the road. Um, and as long as I'm competing, I'm not going to live anywhere oh, yeah. else. So, but we'll see how long. Is I that compete. your number one thing right now? Like wrestling and competing. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's my main job. Yeah, I guess that makes so, sense. I mean, this other stuff is, is it's good projects, but, um, you know, the podcast obviously is something that's cool that I'm enjoying doing because I like to share with people and obviously I like to talk. And then, you know, the business is doing, it's, it's doing better than I thought it would. I mean, I get a lot of people that give really good feedback on, you know, my apparel awesome. stuff. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a cool project. Um that I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to take into the future and stuff. So everyone should go order something for sure. It's it's good stuff. Um uh but yeah, I mean it's um I would like to to move whenever whenever the uh the opportunity presents itself. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure what I want to do. It's a ghost town. State college is a ghost town right now too. It's nice. Just talking about the guys being out. It's nice though. It is nice because it's a change of pace. There's the it's change of pace. Last five year, I mean, yeah. going on five years now, it's like Yeah. Back when people get here and there's traffic everywhere, it, oh, it really the, makes me mad. The parents come in and they're driving on the wrong way on all the roads. It makes me so mad. I mean, when is uh, the world? The world championships is in September. 
kind of towards the end of September. We're gone for like the whole month of September, essentially. So it's cool. I'm excited for you guys. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. Man. It was like, I mean, you got your boy. I mean, everyone has their boys. So like, seeing like you, like I really wanted like you to win, obviously. Yeah. And then like final X, well, you mean? Yeah, yeah, final X. And then like Aaron's the boy, so it's like. You know, been with Aaron, like wrestling with Aaron, roommates with Aaron the last five years, and it's just like I wanted to see you guys win so bad, but it was awesome to see you win because you're like the first like actual friend, like I'd say, yeah, yeah, to like make like get on that level, like make it to that level, yeah. It's just like wow, that's that's pretty it's cool. cool, man. It's cool. It's cool whenever your friends start doing cool things and um like and whenever they start getting married and like yeah. Seth, you Seth Nettles is getting married, yeah. So two weeks, yeah. So crazy stuff, but. Well, we're over an hour, so anything you want to add before we wrap it up? No, not don't take your life too. I mean, all right, all right, all right. Just go ahead. Don't take don't take everything so seriously. I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a big world, and um, I almost said don't take your life seriously, but like you should take your life a little seriously. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. Who's to say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that almost sounded really bad. All right, Don. Thanks for coming. Appreciate it. Thank you.